Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacy Jones. Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacy Jones, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today. And I want to give a very warm welcome to Peter Eric Mubel and Maria Rigger. Peter, Eric, and Maria are the co-founders of Awesome Sales and Marketing, a company that specializes in helping entrepreneurs build successful businesses to sell online knowledge. Through their workshops and one-on-one coaching, they have helped their clients sell a variety of e-courses, from health and fitness to knitting and even dog training. Their successful track record has shown that an awesome mindset and business strategy together can lead entrepreneurs to securing better clients, more sales, higher conversions, and profitable campaigns. Through their business, Peter, Eric, and Maria also do live events where they share their insights and knowledge with the world. Today, we're going to be chatting about how innovative marketing and mindset strategies can help you create a successful online business that drives more sales, what we all want, right? We'll learn what works from their perspective, what should be avoided, and how some businesses and people just miss the mark. Peter, Eric, and Maria, welcome. So happy to have you here today. Thank you so much for the amazing introduction. And I love your name on the podcast because I just talk so much about you need to be willing to do mistakes to find out what works. So it's a perfect name. I love it. Thank you. I realized that I love finding out mistakes so that I can actually improve upon them. And I decided that all of our listeners would too. So therefore, we are marking mistakes and how to avoid them. To start off, what I'd love to do is have our listeners get a better understanding uh, for those who are watching or those who are listening who you are, how you got here today, and what you guys don't know is this couple is from Norway, but they actually live in Vietnam, and so they have more of a story to tell, I am sure, than just, you know, how you can make all of your online classes more awesome and cool. They also have quite a lifestyle that they've embraced as uh, traveling gurus who have taken their mission on the road, but Peter, Eric, and Maria, please share, how did you get here today? short story is we were doing physical events all around the Nordics with international speakers for several years before we started our online business. And we had, we were traveling with the speakers and we had one of the superstar gurus from US telling us, saying to us that you are selling other people's knowledge. Like you are putting us on stage. Why aren't you putting yourself on stage? And at, the, at that time when it told us that we were like, really, but we don't, we don't have anything that people would pay for learning about. And then long story short, we had to bankrupt the company because we were doing far too many things and we didn't have enough control. We were just out there to inspire people and we went a bit too fast with that. And when we then had no business anymore, we needed to rethink what we wanted to do. And we had this, both of us had this, this urge or this need to go somewhere else and try some another, another lifestyle. So we really wanted to take our business online or start something online so that we can go somewhere warmer <laughs> and we were looking all around the equator and then we decided on Vietnam and at the same time we started our online business so we did one year in Norway where we just built and sold a lot of courses and did a lot of mistakes <laughs> but successful enough for us to actually be able to move our business and our life to Vietnam just one year later that's awesome yeah, well, you I mean, have to the... fail like right like you have yeah. to fail in life to get better so it's great that you had failure Peter yes I cut you yeah, off and um and it was not planned that we was going to teach others how to build funnels and go online and teach you know this thing because uh, 
I have been a sales guy all my life. So we started with, um, uh, or we start, I started with creating an online course in sales for entrepreneurs and for sales managers for everyone. Like everyone would need to be better in sales. That was the start. Uh, but the funny part, I think before I launched the first online course, someone from our email list contacted me and like, hey, I need help to create an online course. Can you help me that? And I was like, hey, I'm not succeeded by myself yet, so I can't do that. And he's like, yeah, I know you're from, I've been following you, I know you can. Yeah, but seriously, I'm not, I'm not figured it out by myself. But then they're like starting with that and I started to like get, uh, yeah, more and more passionate about online marketing. So step by step, we moved over from, yeah, sales and also Maria had a copywriting course, but that was more like general copywriting, not for, mm -hmm. not for it was for marketing director it was for everything just like general how to write good emails so um so it was like a accident that we come in to start with but uh, it have been really successful so yeah so that's there we are now well the cool thing about having to teach something even if you're put on the spot is you really have to learn it mm -hmm. like you can't teach and bs your way through if you haven't actually figured out the fundamentals and actually outlined and figured out how to get from step a to step b so being a teacher can also mean you're a great doer yeah that's true, that's true. don't have any choice <laughs> there you go and it helps pay make and make an income as well so right now, I was just reading an interesting article this morning that happened to pop up. So online learning academies are blowing up like never before. COVID has been probably one of the biggest blessings for your business or for your entrepreneurs who follow you because people are more likely to want to do an online course and everyone's hungry to learn and change and get out of crappy jobs. And so how has this world like changed for you in the last six months to a year? Before that, I just want to say that we started out wanting to be just the two of us because we built the old, the old company to 11 people and then we lost control and we kind of had to just put it down again. So we had this thought that freedom would be just to be the two of us. But we came to a stage quite quickly where we saw that if we want to help more people and we had a really, really drive to, to help more people to get their knowledge out in the mm -hmm. world. So we needed to build a team. So we started to build a team after one year after we started the company and the last one and a half years we've doubled and it's it, grown a lot because as you say the demand is is re really really big and yeah 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 and um, i think we've grown gone from uh, i know this is a marketing podcast but now it's my my issues in the company now is to get the right people in the right seat who can bring us to the next level so it's not like in the start it was more we were the, the doers and we do, did all the thing. Now we are trying to find the doers for doing yeah. things for us. So mm -hmm. find the right one who can help us to don't do so many mistakes or I think like, yeah. And, um, and I also want to say, I looked at the last quarter because we had, um, we had a quarterly meeting uh, this week and, and uh, I saw the numbers and we had the best quarter ever. And that was like in the summer holidays and all this, so it was July. Yeah, uh, June, July, and August. No, July, <laughs> August, and September. And what we saw there was like, I feel like this last quarter I've been just terribly. I've done so many mistakes, and like, <laughs> and like I'm like, oh, but in the end, it's the best quarter. And I think like, wow, when we can make it with so many mistakes, then we have a super big potential. But I also think like, uh, like the name of the podcast you have, there is 
I think you need to be willing to do mistake like failure and test it out yeah. and try out things to find out what really works. Well, if you're not failing, you're not pushing any boundaries. Like you have to have mistakes. You have to find out where your processes are broken. So it's great to put them to a test because if you can actually put everything to a test and you have a strong process, you can actually grow more easily. So it's good to push it and find out. That's true. You know, we've had the same similar with our agency at Hollywood Branded where everyone spent COVID and all these advertisers, all the marketers on their couches watching TV going, how do I get into Netflix? How can I actually be on Amazon or Disney Plus as all these streaming channels start popping up? And what we do is we work with brands and put them in movies and TV shows, product placements, celebrity endorsements, influencer marketing. So like you, we are having the same thing happen. Unbelievable growth where we're being approached by companies all over the world. And we always work globally, but at such higher scale that I feel your pain about not wanting to be the doer and actually getting people who are, in your opinion, my opinion, as good doers so that you can put them in place and help more people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so what when you're working with your courses, you're working with a new entrepreneur, and they have a vision, whether that is the dog or the sewing or the whatever it is that's their specialty and there's a niche for everything. What's the first step that you do? How do you start off that partnership and that education? Like, How do you tell them what to do first? Because it is overwhelming for an entrepreneur to be like, I'm going to start a class and become a social media guru. <laughs> that's true. Can I yeah, uh, you want to start? Yeah, I can start. So one of the first things we always start with is to focus on the niche because we, we, most of our clients, they have some kind of knowledge and they taught it to everyone. And we talk to a lot of coaches and we talk to a lot of co consultants and like life coaches and leadership coaches. They're just too broad. They want to help everyone. And of course, with their knowledge, they can. But, but we're always saying that Choosing a niche is not about who you can help, but it's who you choose. It's it's a choice. You just have to make a choice because it's really, really big competition because what is happening in the market is everyone is looking online, everyone is going online. And of course, that means that the, the competition is bigger. So you actually need to narrow down to be to to get in and to become the expert and to get attention and and to get traffic and all of these things quickly. So this is one thing we work with. And, and it's it's so hard for people because they're like, yeah, but I don't I don't want to say no to a customer like I want to have everyone and, and I could help this person and I could help this person. But we see that and we it's true and we, we, we get it. We get it. Um, we you get it, it yourself. I mean, you already <laughs> said that you had a complete business failure because you were trying to do too much all over the yep. place. Yep. Yeah, true. And we did we did in yeah. the beginning, in the first year, we sold to just a lot of different types of people. And we mm -hmm. built an email list with kind of a bit of random people. We had entrepreneurs, we had different types of entrepreneurs, we had multi level marketers, we had big marketing companies, we had the person that was sending out emails for a huge company. And there was, it was just so big variety. And it was really, really hard for us to be specific and to help people in a good way. So that's the first lesson we learned. And that's the first lesson we always teach our clients as well. To niche down, make sure that you have a specialty that you're focusing on, that you're not trying to be everything to everyone. Yep. Yeah. And I also think uh, I took a coaching education from years ago and that there was one one word coming up again and again and again that was like trust the process. So, so many, they just want to do everything in one one week, like or when they start up and they get like you said, they get overwhelmed. 
So we're also <laughs> trying to help them, or we are helping them to like, please just do one thing now. Don't think about the one next step. And a lot, uh, one of the biggest thing that the challenge are when they come to is like, oh, I can't do this tech thing. But the truth is like, we don't say that to them because then they will never buy from us. But the truth is like the tech is not the problem. And niching down, <laughs> finding the message. Uh, and and you, you also know it, marketing is also a lot of personal development because you need to think differently and work differently with the head. So, so the biggest process they are going through when we start with them is this rethink how you should do things because it's pricing problem, it's niche problem, it's a product problem, everyone wants to do a big problem we all program we also did that oh we want we looked at every other marketers in the world and like hey there is so much missing in the courses we know, just need to make a full course with all the knowledge that you need to start to sell something online but what will happen then is like after two weeks when we have the we was going to teach them they just get over and they didn't do anything so really like it's not about it's not about how much content you have it's about help people through a process and that's like and then you need to help them to not get overwhelmed and this is the same for us and it's the same for our clients like keep it simple so and trust the process i had one yesterday who just bought a program from us and she logged, wrote me like five messages on linkedin it was like oh i'm just overwhelmed so why are we no because i start to look at all the models in your course and i said please just work with one thing and be finished with that you don't need it everything will come in place if you just do step by step uh, yeah, so so I think that's like, and of course, everyone is looking on YouTube, they're following us, they're following others, they're buying courses, they're like buying and buying and buying, and then you will get overwhelmed. So, yeah. Yeah, especially when you're, if you're taking classes, I mean, it's really easy to all of a sudden be a nonstop learner where you're just trying to get through a class, but you're not doing the steps and the processes and developing everything that's being instructed along the way. So that's not so great either. No, that's true. It needs to be done. You need to do things. Yeah. Well, my assumption is when you're working with an entrepreneur, at least this is the way it is with me, when I start dialing into a speech or I start dialing into a presentation that I'm going to be doing, all of a sudden, a lot of other things start coming up where now I'm working on, as you said, I'm like, huh, if I'm teaching this, hmm, how does that correlate into my overall story, my overall guide as my company and who I am? And it brings up all sorts of different things that you can start shooting off to. And it's like this mad dash adventure and you never silo back again into what you're supposed to be doing. So how do you get people to stay on track when they're developing a course idea? Actually, when we started selling online courses about how to develop a business online and, and create online courses, it was just a normal online course. And what we saw was that it was really hard for people to get to the end because it was so many things, so many bits and pieces that had to go together. And so we just decided that we need to do, do this differently. So we leveled up the price, we leveled up the help that people get. So right now we have actually a team of coaches that works very closely with our clients and, mm -hmm. and help them stay on track. And it is like you say, it is very much about like, hey, go back, look at this video, do this, do this task, and then we talk again. And so just keeping them on track and of course also making sure that they feel safe and taken care of when they freak out because <laughs> at some stage most of our clients will be like ah this is too much i don't know if i can do this i'm so scared of this and oh now i put my money on facebook ads and it's so scary so so it's a mix of just keeping people accountable saying like this is the next step just go ahead do it and also the just coaching people helping them to to 
dare to do it. Well, I also think, we're... yeah, helping them to keep them on the big why when they start mm. to struggle, like, why are you doing this? Well, what do you want to do? What's your dream? And so not all everyone has the dream to live on a beach like us, but we are <laughs> kind of helping people to get more freedom in their life. So there is a freedom dream in the future of uh, having the opportunity to work more like uh, independent or yeah, location free business. So so we need to keep them back to that. Why are we doing it? Yeah, so that's your that's your center, central message. You are actually providing people with education and the capabilities to untether themselves and to have a nomad life, even if that means staying at home, because that's your dream. And so that's what you're teaching other people how to do as well through online courses. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay. What are other areas that people can mess up when it comes to trying to build and approach courses? We have this um, thing that we talk about, like don't create the course before you have sold it. And there is coming, we have, we have some people come to us there, like they created like 10 courses because they think like, and you know this because you're also working with marketing. Many think like, oh, if I just create the perfect course, the perfect product, it will sell by itself. It's like, uh, I don't need to do anything. So they're just creating courses after courses after courses. I'm waiting for like this uh, uh, magic, magic pill that, yeah, like <laughs> poof, it will sell by itself. So um, also, um, understanding that you need to communicate with an audience to find out what they really want. And that's happened to me also with my first sales course. I took a boot camp I had over three days and turned it into an online course. And what I was in week six, I had a plan to do. So I did, I just took these three days and divided up in eight week course. So I had eight, eight topics in sales. And week six, they like started to talk about me something. They said, Patrick, you're so good on following up. How do you really follow up? And that was not a part of the course. And I said, um, I can do that, but that will be a two hour session. And like, yeah, I need this. And I said, so, so in the end, we, they decide that I should change the content in the course because mm -hmm. I didn't have done it before. So I think like one of the thing is like we, and, and many are coming, oh, I need to have the product before I start to sell it or marketing it, but that's just yeah, oh. bullshit. In my opinion, you need to start with finding out what they want and then you can create it. So. And they're saving so much time and we see the most successful people we have. They are creating the course on the fly and they are starting with a, a message. I, I know I checked Wikipedia on what marketing means and that uh, means find out what people want. Like that's the message of marketing. So yeah, so I think that's hey. one big thing that they do the mistakes on. So your strategy is that you should not put yourself in a room, record a course or record 10 courses or different components and then publish. Your strategy is, is that you should outline what the potential is of what a class is going to be teaching you and then get people to sign up and start on day one and you're live and you're teaching them as you go. And maybe you're prepping the night before, but then you're taking questions and then there's another week that they come back to you and you're recording all of this to actually turn that into a course instead of being siloed in your little bedroom, working yourself yeah. into a And this saves mess. people so much time because they, and it is a very common misunderstanding that they have to pre-record and like produce the course before yeah. they get started, but it takes so much time. And again, you have the, you have the danger of actually not being able to sell what you put so many hours in producing. Yeah. So it is really important and, and we're not against like, 
producing courses and, and record videos because we do that ourselves, but not the first time we launch a new course because it's, it's much more flexible when you deliver it live because you will get the instant feedback if this is what people want. And also because when you have sold it, it it's much, makes much more sense to actually start producing a course than when producing the course first and then hoping and crossing fingers that people will come and buy it. And so how do you find these people who are magically going to show up for your day one of your course when you have no content? So Peter, Eric, you are the salesman of the two. I bet this is your gig. <laughs> um, no, of course you need to, you need to have ID. It's not like you're coming up. Oh, I have ID that I want to sell an online course. Can you tell me what I should sell? So, so we are normally helping. So we use something called from now to gold process. And that's like, you think about back to the target niche. We think about where is the client now? What is the biggest problem and we are also so when we talk about target niche we are not talking about uh, geographic so much like age and all this thing this we we help them to figure out what situation are they struggling in which well what time in the week do they feel really really like oh i need to get out of this this is the problem i have mm -hmm. and and when you find that problem is also mapping up where did i want to go so from now to goal is like uh, what they should and then we when we figure out what steps in the timeline do you need to re do you need to teach them to get them to the mm -hmm. goal? So that's what we're so we're mapping it up like that. So when you're selling it, you have like so this is the steps we want to go through. But in the end, even if that step changed, like because they are asking for something else, they will never complain because you have communicated with someone who bought it and they want to solve their problem and they want to feel seen, heard. I think that's also when you talk about sales. Uh, since you said that, one of the things that I see in sales, we are building a relationship and people are so happy if they get seen and yeah. heard and listened to. And, and that's also when you're creating a product, if the, if the people out there can be listened to, seen, heard and like, wow, you created a program based on my input. That's so amazing. And it gets so much more happy client. That's also, of course, it's also in the marketing process is what we, we do, um, uh, how to help people to sell it and how we also do it sell. It's all about to see people, uh, even if it's online, see them, listen to them, hear them, like feel like they're connected. So we do all our marketing is based on doing things live. We want to do more evergreen, but we do mm -hmm. things live. And the reason we build this kind of deep relationship so they trust us and they want to buy from us and they are seen and heard again. So it's the same thing with Mar So I also mean that creating a course or creating marketing is the same thing. When mm -hmm. they get like aha moment like that, ha, marketing is something serious, but you need to, you need to create content in the marketing that people want to listen to. So if many comes and say, oh, I'm just a course creator, I'm not a marketer. Yeah, but if you're a course creator, you're also a marketer. If you're a content mm -hmm. creator, you're a marketer because marketing is content. Well, I think that a lot of our listeners are listening in and saying, yeah, okay, this whole online course thing, mm, I don't think I could do it on the fly. I want to be able to edit and clean things up. And oh my God, what if I say the wrong word? Or what if I sound stupid and I'm recording and now I'm going to package this thing up and reuse it. But what you just said, you know, when you're live and when you are in sales or marketing, creating relationships, right? 
So you are actually bonding better with the fact that you might have mistakes along the way. It's okay in our today's age not to be the polished Tony Robbins presentation that has had $100,000 worth of editing to it. Yeah, it's true. And it is really important because also because of the, the bigger competition, we see that authenticity is key all the time. And the, the relationship building and how you come through it when you are live, it's just, it's just stronger because you actually have people with, with you and you can have interaction with them and you can talk to them. And, and as Patrick said, they can feel seen and that it is working really well, uh, even in 2021. And yeah, so that's what, that's what we, we teach. And we do a lot of live sessions ourselves and we help clients also to do live workshops, webinars, seminars, masterclasses. The words are, are changing, the names on it is changing, but the method is still working. Well, as I think a really good lead in, how can our listeners find you all? Where do they need to go if they're like, hmm, maybe I'm ready to actually try my hand at creating a class? I actually think right now the best place to go is to sign up for our three day event because we have a three day live event coming up in November. And the, the address is awesomeevent.com. So A W E S M event.com. And if you sign up for that, you're in our list and then you will get also invitations to other free classes and things you can you can do and follow us. And when you say a live event, is that an online live event versus a in real life person where I'm sitting in Vietnam watching you and interacting? Yeah, this is actually an a, a online event. We were doing live events for many years and we loved it. So when we started doing online, we had a live physical event for the first years, but of course last year we couldn't do it physical. So we had, uh, we moved it online not last year, actually this year was the first time we did it online in April and it was a huge success. So we just decided this is what we're going to do again. And of course, nobody needs to travel. So it's much more effective. And it was actually really, really fun because we had participants from more than 30 countries uh, together at, at the event. So on the screen, it was amazing. Yeah. And I also want to go back to what we talked about because one of the, one of our super, like one of superpowers is that we do things live. And they're listening to my English and my English is not the best one. I'm screwing up some words sometimes, but I'm doing it live. And I also lowering the lowering how perfect things need to be. So that's also <laughs> because they see like it's possible to do it. And and even if I'm not saying the right words or I'm like starting a sentence on, from scratch again, they are seeing like, wow, can I do it so simple like this? And they are doing it and it's so real. And um, also, we are in a mastermind in the US with um, uh, with a lot of super marketers. And there is one woman there, I think she ran ads for like 10, 10 million U uh, US dollar per month. And she had numbers on everything, like numbers down to like what is working. And she had a, like what is working in 2021. And, and she said like, you know, things have changed. Before it was more about showing proof of like how much money you can make, how much things you can do, all this thing. Now it's more like the authentic, real life, like the stories that is behind it. So when you're going to tell success stories about your clients or about your business or about uh, whatever course or whatever you have, it's like it's the real thing. So so she said the best testimony she had, they are selling finance uh, programs like online courses in finance before it was like, oh, you bought this stock and you made 10x your money and you're like, you did this. But now it's more like hey, because I bought this stock, uh, me and my partner have a better relationship because we don't argue about money anymore. So it's like it's the real thing, this real raw thing is what is working. And I think that's all our line. 
so more real and authentic you can be i think it's better and better you you get the message out there well it's like podcasts right like it's the same thing we could totally screw up and yes we could have it all edited out but we don't have to either we can have a dog barking or we can have a glitch or we can't remember something and it's not like our listeners are going to say oh my goodness gosh they needed to go in and really edit that one better and people like the authenticity but they also like the thought leadership and the learning and the pulling back the curtain and actually sharing what's real versus things that are just shiny and sparkly and make-believe. Mm -hmm. Very true. Are there any other mistakes that are very common to be made? Um. I feel like we talked about the most important, the most important ones is being too broad or starting to produce the course before you started even thinking about marketing because you can end up with, yeah. And also, of course, we have, we have people that has made online courses for a lot of different types of people. So they have, instead of have one niche or one target group, they have like 10, 10 different ones. And that makes everything much, much harder. And that was what we did in the beginning. So we know this, but when we, when we, when we fixed our business so that we have one niche, and instead of having different courses to different people, we have actually different levels. So, so when we get a client into our first course, we help them build their first funnel, get their first sales, and then we help them to build a business around it. And then we help them to scale a freedom business in, in the last level. So, so we now have one niche and we have a customer journey instead. So I think that's also a mistake that people is doing. If they have an expertise, they want to help these people and these people and these people and these people with the same expertise. And that's also, um, yeah, that's not, not advisable. Yeah, and, uh, and I would say the same with funnels because we're also teaching how to set up funnels. And this is also something we are still struggling with. Um, so we have been doing webinars or on online seminars and things like that back to 2016. Before that, we did physical things. So we also started with webinars back in 2010. And, um, and we are always, even this last quarter, we're like, oh, we want to build an evergreen funnel, something totally new. Um, but like we have been doing webinars so many years, it's still we can improve them. So instead of trying to find this shiny object about building a new funnel or building a new marketing strategy, there's so many things you can improve in copywriting in how to deliver the message and how to do it better. And so and what we have started to do now, we have done free webinars for years, but now we are starting to touch more and more over to get paid workshops and we change the concept because many are, uh, for us, we see that we get more committed people and we can also, so we do longer marketing process instead of doing a webinar in one half, two hour, we are doing like today, we are going to do a workshop for seven hours. Voice a marketing stunt. They pay a little bit for it, but we see it's more people converting, but again, building this relationship, they have seven hours with us. So we get a bigger, so even if it's more time, we get more people to buy our products. So, so this like do one thing and be really good at it and continue tuning and tuning and tuning that instead of trying to find this next step, this next uh, way of doing marketing or someone who is succeeding it, just be really good at something. Well, you guys were a delight to have come on and chat about all things. I think the biggest takeaway that you keep on saying is you have to niche down. No matter what your company is, whether you have an agency like I have, or whether you're a dog grooming business, you have a niche there, you know, whatever it might be, if you don't spread yourself too thin and you target and you goal, you're going to have more success, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. 
any last parting words of advice to our listeners before we wrap up? I want to say, if you have a dream, go for it. What's the worst thing that can happen? There are so many people coming to us and they say, like, I have this dream of having more freedom and working from my cabin or going more on vacation and take my computer. But, but I'm not sure if I can do it. And I'm saying to people, oh, so you have fear. Congratulations, you're human. That we all have it. But it's, it's not about the fear. It's about you can do it anyway. And when you start going, then you learn more and then you feel more confident and then you can do even more. And this is a journey. And that's why I love, love doing this, because it is a journey. But the first step is always the most important and sometimes the hardest, because it's like, ah, I don't know what's, what's awaiting me out there. Just do it. Yeah, and I want to share um, our most successful client was come from scratch. It's like it's around one year ago now. Um, she and when I mean the scratch, she scratch, she had a business, but she never made money like and she had done. She, she's teaching historic art so she took people down to italy or spain and, and showing like uh, historic art places and she had done this more like a hobby she had written some books so but she had lived on her husband all the life she because this was her hobbies she, and then um, we we helped her to create an online course and she bought our program and we are, we are not cheap it's like expensive to work everything is but there is cheaper option than us and she had this mindset like I need to use two years to pay back this thing to these guys, but I'm willing to do it. That was her mindset when she started. And okay. um, but it was so much money for her. So she decided to just follow exactly what we should do. And four weeks into the course, she said, I'm not finished with making all these emails after and all this thing, but I want to I schedule a webinar in seven days. I want to reschedule it. When should I do it? And I said, do it in seven days. Just do oh. it. Uh, and she has sold now online course in historic art for over 1 million US dollar in one year yeah. from scratch. But the thing is like, she just did it. Even if it, even if she didn't follow our recipe and had everything ready before she started to marketing it. And I think that's the message. Just go out and do it like Maria said, and do, and do it before you are ready, because then you will get ready. Test the market, <laughs> go out there. So, so that, I think that's the message I hope that people can get out of it. Just do it. Don't overthink. Don't think about the perfect time to uh, launch something. It's just like start and then you figure out when is perfect time. Well, there's no better time to at least get in a practice round, right? It's like mm. if you're not worried about failing and you're just going to keep going, you have nothing to lose. Well, Peter, Eric, and Maria, thank you so much for joining today. I really appreciate you know, the insights that you've given and the urgings to our listeners to consider thought leadership and course building as a alternative or an add-on um, to their current careers to give themselves a little bit more freedom and money. Thank you so much for having us. This yeah. was fun. This was so fun. Thank you so much. Of course. And then to all of our listeners, as a reminder here at Hollywood Branded, we are so passionate about all things branded content. We believe that influencers and celebrities, TV, film and music can give your brand power and sales. And if you want to ever partner with any type of pop culture partnership out there, just give my team a call and we will set up some time to walk through how we can help you best accomplish your goals. And I hope everyone has an awesome end of their week and continuation into the next. And I look forward to chatting with you later. Thank you all. Bye.